Three, three, two, two, one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only Asher. Asher Chua. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. You would get me right at the time when I decided to go bite, grab some food. I grabbed a bagel and I was like, let me eat this real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Right right at 2.30. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, weekend just with the girls trying to hang out with them. We they have them uh, watching Tom and Jerry, the movie, Mm because it came out last night. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. I saw somebody. Just tell them. Gotcha. I saw somebody make a post or something about it. I was like, huh. But now that you mentioned the movie just came out, that makes sense. Was it a, a good, good or positive um, comment? Yeah. Well, it was just like they had a clip of, um, I guess, Jerry's the mouse, right? Yeah. So it was like Jerry in like a bathrobe or something in his uh, mouse hole listening to some um, some kind of music. And I was yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah. it. But it's like now that you mentioned the movie, now it makes sense. Yeah. He set up shop in a hotel, man. A really <laughs> nice hotel. <laughs> And dude, nice. he was he was going around, he was going going around the hotel, just taking, stealing people's stuff and making them into his own. Mm. Like he he grabbed somebody's cell phone and had it as at his as his big screen TV. Oh, it was snap. funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. Sometimes yeah. it's like I guess watching something as a kid and then you watch it back as an adult, you you realize how many more things are going on. Like. You could look at it in one way where it's like you got this rat basically running around through the hotel, setting up shop. But then on the other hand, you could just have like somebody just enjoying themselves, making themselves home wherever they're at. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the way that he's doing it, I mean, he's very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like high. He has like high expectations. Right. He's not going around for any anything like. Right. Like like cheap or anything like everything for him is like he, he, he saw somebody's like. One million or two million diamond ring because he oh, wanted to be his because he wanted to be his chandelier. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean he, he's going all out. He's, just he's like not shopping. pulling any punches. No, he he has his bag. And he's just going around shopping. Dang. Um, <laughs> not even window. So, not even window shopping. Just like I no. want that. I want that. Yes. That. Yes. <laughs> yes. Man. And just take it. Just taking it. Like it's crazy. Man, that's <laughs> hilarious. But uh, it's all good. You know, fun to laugh. It's, it's all for laughter. So um, it's it's good. Yeah. I think they got uh, what is it coming to America's coming out in a few weeks. Yes, this month. Um, they, um, they promoted that for so long. Like, mm. you know, that was, we, we saw the previews of that back in like December gotcha. and we had to wait three months for it. Now it's finally here. So right. it should get a good viewing. Um, it's been over 20 years since coming to America came out. Yeah. I watched it, I think last weekend or the weekend before that, because they put it up on Amazon prime. The first one. Yeah. Man. And I think that was the first was time I was... ever watched it all the way through. Oh, okay. I was about to say, is that your first time watching it? I think that was uh, Samuel L. Jackson's first big break, man. Mm, right. Coming to America. Yeah. Yeah. I almost forgot yeah. he was in there. <laughs> all right. Right. Look, look, look where he's at now, man. Right. It, I mean, that's just a testament to how life is, right? Like you see some people, you have no idea. I'm sure maybe, maybe a lot of people don't even know where he came from. You know what I mean? Like he had like a little role. And coming to America to where now he's like doing blockbuster movies and, and headlining right. um, movies. So 
it all it, it speaks about your body of work and you gotta just like stick to it man true very yeah true. i guess the other thing about it uh what is it they're like the two characters in that movie they were from the other movie the uh trading places the two homeless guys where yes he's walking by and he gives them like some money, and like, money we're back <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that that movie has all kind of iconic um you know um memories in it yeah um just just like you know good morning good morning and everybody <laughs> you know what i mean like you you say that and everybody know what that means you know right. what i mean like it it, it it resonates with a lot of people a lot because so i'm i'm expecting um it to be like a um a huge viewing because mm-hmm. you know every think about it, everybody from that genre or, or that era is looking forward to watching it right you know what right. i mean and so now you have your kids or, or, or the younger generation is gonna watch it and be like oh snap right now they're gonna go back and watch the first one and be like i want to know like what all these people or maybe like you said maybe now a lot of people are doing that right where they're looking at america coming to america one and be like oh okay mm-hmm. this what this is it this what this is all right i'll check the second one out but yeah. you know and and eddie murphy was the first one to start well now it shouldn't be said the first one but you know had so many characters or playing so many characters in one movie mm, right all right you know all the most of the guys in the barbershop yeah yeah and then, you know i didn't I mean? know that he was the jewish guy for the longest time <laughs> until you see it at the end credits <laughs> like yeah the that he's, he's like Hey, can you taste, taste the, soup? the soup? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, right. Taste the soup. <laughs> Where's the spoon? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say there's so many like, yo, we watched that movie so times. Like a lot of people could just recite it and yeah. know the lines, know the lines from it. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. I, I know that I did. I hadn't watched it that many times because um, like every now and then I jump on the, the, uh, the men's prayer line. And um, one of the guys was like, he made a reference to like, hey, I'm going to be on fries next. And then I'll be at the cashier. That's and yeah, I was yeah. like, I've heard that somewhere before, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And then right, somebody's right. like, it's coming to America. And I was like, oh, OK, I got it. I got it. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. He said, first, you do the dishes. Yeah. And you can move up to washing the vegetables, then to the fries, <laughs> then then to the cashier. And that's when I'll be making the big bucks. Right. right. And you think about it, like, man. I mean, cashiers don't make, even make anything. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's another, that was a whole nother reference right there. Like, but for you to look forward to, like, wanting to get there, mm. all right, you're moving up the line. Yeah. Um, it's funny. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, crazy good. Man. Yeah. Oof. <clears throat> So, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so where, how, how are things going with you and um, on this platform? Like, so, um, have you decided like what will you see yourself doing with it yet? Um, it's still a work in progress. I mean, most of the most of it, I like the format being like this kind of just from the time that we started talking. That's how we start. And then um, just highlighting everyday people. It's my main thing. And right. Um, right now, the focus is on just Instagram. So a lot of what I'll be what I'm doing or been doing since January is just focusing on understanding Instagram, posting on there. Uh, I'm not trying to do any edits or any of the uh, audio edits, video or audio. I found someone to help me with that or found two people to help me with that. And starting next week, we're going to do the video editing and start putting that on YouTube and kind of see how it goes for the month. So just taking it like one month at a time and just continuing to learn the process and just grow yeah. grow little by little organically. That, that's the main thing, my main goal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just keeping it 
it's helping me keep it grounded or it's keeping me grounded to where I don't get too lost with my head in the clouds trying to figure out like, do I need to do this? Do I need to do this? Like, nope, just do this one thing, one platform, post right. these times during the week and then just go from there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, for me, like, uh, I mean, I want to do it, but I just like I need to find, um, you know, the time because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to start it and not be able to, you know what I mean? Like commit right. to it. Right. Because right. I know a lot of people do that. Start yep. it and just can't commit it or they run out of, um, ideas. you know, ideas or things to talk about. And, you know, right. this guy had one called uh, Lunch with a Punch or something like that. But he was talking about fitness. Mm. And he would do it always at lunchtime, but he only did it for like last for like six weeks mm. and it, it just faded away, you right, know? Right. So that, I think that's the biggest thing obstacle for me is to figure out like, if I do start a podcast, like mm-hmm. where it's going to go, like, what am right. I talking about? How can I keep it interesting? Um, so I think that's, that's the one um, thing that's holding me back from, from, right. from doing a podcast in the first place. And another thing is, like I said, do I keep it fitness? Do I keep it as a, a, a girl dad? Um, yeah. I think a girl dad would be interested. I don't think anybody out there doing anything like that. Right. There's a lot of fitness podcasts out there. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, so uh, I want to be something that unique and, 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 you know, you know, maybe, maybe do it where I'm talking with my daughters, you know, yeah. asking them questions or something. That'd be pretty uh, cool. Yeah. Um, cause again, you, you, you want to do something that's just different. You know what right. I mean? I, I don't want to do anything. And I also want to, like I said, I don't want to do it and it it doesn't go anywhere. Right. So, but I, I guess yeah. even in, in doing something different, I, I feel like, um, as many things as, as many things are similar and different, like it's different in the fact that you're doing it. Like other people may do something that's close to it, but like they're not you. Mm-hmm. And I think in order to get you going, I think I maybe sent you the that cheat sheet thing to kind of help you outline what are some of the targets that you want to hit. But yeah, something that was helpful to me, it's like, in recording with your daughters or maybe recording like we can do this a couple of times if you want and just do it as a way of like you do it and you don't need to put it out immediately like get comfortable maybe for like this month of march coming up and then like say you record one day out of the week and you just get used to doing that like if it's 15 minutes 30 minutes five minutes whatever time frame you want you make it yours because with the podcast is like you have some as short as five minutes, some as long as three, four hours. And it's all just depending on like whatever it is that you want to say. You want to say. And so long as you stick to that one, like one week, it could be girl dad or another. You could do it in seasons. Like it all depends on you. Like I'd say don't limit yourself, but just start with something. Something. And yeah. And from where you start, basically kind of let it lead you. If you want to change up what you're doing, you, you can. But I think what your idea of doing the girl dad thing, talk, talking with your daughters would be great. And also right. like if, if you tie in your fitness, it's like definitely stick to something that comes natural to you to where it's like, you're not having to go outside yourself to like learn something because that's adding extra stress, extra time, extra work. Like yeah, yeah. a lot of the work you'll probably be doing is figuring out, um, probably just figuring out what you do with the material once you get it. And obviously you can connect with um, people that are good at social media or people that yeah. are good at um, posting and things like that. But sometimes it's interesting to to kind of, it's good to 
get into the weeds if that's your thing. But a lot of times it's like you save yourself a, a big headache if you um, just do what you like and then find somebody to do the things that you're not so not so crazy well, about. Right, right. I mean, even even with fitness, right? Like they, they, they would tell you that you want to try to focus on the 5% and outsource the 95%. So, right. you know, if you're good at the sales or you're good at training, do that. Right. Have someone do the marketing uh, and all that stuff for you. Yep. Um, so, you know, but, you know, I, in my, in my situation, I've never, well, the training part, mm-hmm. especially is one, I just can't find anyone that could do it where my clients are like, okay, I'm okay with this person. You know what I'm saying? Like what do you all mean? throughout, all throughout. So if, if I train a client and then uh-huh. I said, all right, I have this, this trainer that's working for me now. Now I want them to train you. Mm. That client is like, nah. If I'm not right. training with you, I'm not training right. anyone else. Right, right. right. Because it's like it, we yeah. built so, that relationship. We right, built that rapport. Right. And, and and so it's been very hard for me to kind of grow my business because, well, and even, even the clients who have never worked with me because mm-hmm. they hear how the other clients talk about working with me. Yeah. They've never worked with me before, but then now they're like, oh, I, I, I want you to train me. You right. know what I mean? Right. So your reputation, your reputation speaking for itself. Yeah. And, and so, but it's not a good thing. You know what I mean? It's part of it is good, part is bad, but you could never grow as it. So, mm, and I was talking okay, to one of this other, you're saying. yeah, because you, you, now I got to show up to train people all the time as opposed right. to like, Hey, I have this really good trainer over here. He's the best, you know, he's really gotcha. good. Right. Right. You know what I mean? To the point where even if you raise your rates and say like, Hey, it's 95 to work with me, but you could charge pay 65 to work with him. Like, all right, I'll pay the 95. Right. You know what I mean? So that <laughs> money doesn't even come <laughs> into play. In that, he, in that sense, you might have, have to say okay it's 300 <laughs> right so or, or, or again like so i just don't want to train but like you know mm-hmm. with 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 covid mm-hmm. it really forced me to i mean get, i gave up my gym and now i'm training by myself which i love you know now i'm i don't have an overhead right and the, the sort of two biggest thing was uh when i had the gym was spending time with my family and making enough money to sustain sustain the business right right Right. And so with COVID, now I'm working from home. So my family is covered. Yeah. I'm training every one of my clients by myself. I have a lot of clients. So money is not an issue. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in a happy place. Right. I mean, I would never reopen the gym. <laughs> I would never, you know what I mean? Like, so right, COVID right. was a blessing. COVID was a blessing for me. Right. You know, I, I was, I, I, I was telling my wife the other night, like, I don't know how I was up. I was, I was running on like four hours of sleep for like the last eight years, mm. some, some nights because yeah. I'm in bed by 11. I'm up at like 4.30. Got to get right. to the gym for five. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I can't even see myself doing that. Like six o'clock is kicking my butt to get right. up at six. <laughs> but I'm only walking to another room to train. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting to get on a virtual with a client. I'm only... Uh, I'm only getting into the other room. Right. Um, but before I had to get up early, get myself together, get in my car and drive to the gym a good 15, 20 minutes. Right. Be there for five, open up the gym and then start greeting clients and have that high energy. You know, yeah. you, you can't you can't train a client at 5 a.m. and be like, oh, right. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, you, you be gotta, like it's not working out. Why? They're, they're not motivated. You coming in yawning and you know what I mean? Like you, you, you got to bring that energy. So it's it's been a blessing for me. Um, and I, again, the two things where you really struggle with as a, as a, as an owner, when you own a gym, again, you miss out on your family because you're always there. You, you don't see your kids grow up or whatever. And some people, 
you know, end up getting having a divorce, you mm. know, because they're never there. Right. Um, or you're constantly worrying about money because you got to pay your staff, you got to keep the facility open, and then blah blah. So I'm in a, I'm in a good space, man. I mean, COVID has been a blessing for me because those two things now is not an issue for me. Right. Um, so I'm like, why would I ever go back? Uh, I love, right. I love being a virtual trainer and I was dabbling with it, you know, a little bit, mm-hmm. but now because of COVID, it forced me to do it a hundred percent. And I mean, like, it's been a blessing. Gotcha. So do you, do you still have trouble with, I guess, having so many clients where you're trying to kind of group them or that's not an issue anymore? That's not an issue because, you know, with, with the virtual classes, you can have as many as 20 people in a class, right? Right. And and so you, I offer four classes, uh, three days a week. Oh, Let's okay. Just, okay, so you're already doing that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, with you guys, I do one-on-one, but I have classes that I teach. Right. And so, you know, with the classes, it's been perfect because, you know, having my gym in New York and having, an, uh, I have all those clients that, that still follow me and now mm. they're getting back and training with me. Gotcha. Because I'm on the on the West Coast, the time difference kind of work out too. Because gotcha. when I train in the morning, I have mm-hmm. some New York clients at six a.m., which is nine a.m. there. Right. Then I'm training at noon; it's three o'clock there. Right. I'm training at three o'clock; it's six o'clock there. So some clients are already coming off work, already right. home. And then I do a one at five thirty, mm-hmm. which is like my my clients here in LA who's right, home, off work. but it's also people who in New York who missed the six and now staying up for an eight thirty class. Gotcha. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so and so, let's just say we have twenty people on each one of those classes. That's eighty people right. that you're touching in one day. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Versus so, having to do one one on ones before or five. Why face to face? Face to face. Yeah. I mean. You know, so, so clients, you know, so I know some colleagues, they're like, they like the one-on-one, you, you mm-hmm. pay more, but listen, you own in a day, you could probably maybe squeeze and that's, that's squeezing, I say 13 right. clients, right? right. In one right. day for one-on-one. Again, you make a lot of money, but if, if five of those clients drop off, you, your pocket is going to feel it. Right. Right. Ooh. I have 80 members and 20 drop off. I still got 60. Right. It doesn't really hurt you as much. So, right. The, the, the group has allowed me to like really scale and, and have flexibility. I mean, I have, I have clients in Idaho, um, you know, you, Georgia, New York, um, uh, and, and Miami that I train, you know, so it, it allows me to really like touch people all across the country doing the virtual um, as opposed to just being one dimensional here in LA um, and having people come to my gym, you know, so. Right. That's it's awesome. worked out great. Yeah, it's worked out great for me. So I guess, did you have a gym both in New York as well as LA? Yeah, I started off in New York in 2009. Um, when I closed that, I, I try to keep it open. Mm-hmm. But like like I mentioned earlier, my clients just didn't want to work with the guy that I left there. And okay. little by little, they just started like, I said, I'm leaving. You know, it's not working out. It's not the same. Right. Um, so I closed it. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's an open shop here. It was me full time. And I really was trying to not train as much, mm-hmm. but then, you know, people come in and I was just like, no, I, I heard about you. I see the reviews. I want you, Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not going to turn money out of your business. You're like, all right, I'll train you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to the point where like now clients are like, well, if you're not training, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not staying. <laughs> so you, you, you got to let that trainer go because they're not really helping you. You know what I mean? Right. right. Um, and, and, and the training business, it's, it's a little personal. You don't change your doctor, your mechanic, your dentist. You don't, every week right. you don't go to the, a different one. Right. 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 You, you, you find one that works, 
can kind of stay with them for a while. Yeah. Um, and so it's the same thing with train. Like you said, you find when you have that, um, you know, that, that develop that relationship um, with, 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 with them, they just like, no, I'm good. Right. I, I'll, I'll stay with you. It's like me done. Hey, Asher, I mean, you know, I'm going to, this is, this is my, my, my dude, George, he going to be your trainer for maybe you're trying <laughs> Maybe right. you try him out, but then you're going to be like, well, Jason didn't really do that. You know right. what I mean? Um, and you're like, nah, it's not going to work out, man. I'm going to try somebody else, but thank you, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> True. So I... I, I got a lot of that. Um, so like I said, this now allows me to work because that's some, even some clients by coming back, the first thing they ask is like, are you doing all the sessions? Mm-hmm. Right. So my question to you, yeah. I want to ask you this question is okay. you've had trainers before. What is it about me that allows you to want to continue or like working with me? Well, I mean, I know, first of all, I really like your energy. It's like every time that I jump on with you, it's like, it's okay. We're ready to go. Like I know this month has been tougher because because um, usually we do three sessions and right. um, I've only been able to do one on Friday working nights and trying to get adjusted to that. So my big thing has been um, being able to touch base with you, you being flexible and um, just being willing to work with me. But not only that, like when we're doing the workout, you listen and you adjust the workout and you kind of keep an eye on what's going on and you're, you're focused on the training. You're not distracted doing something else like you don't have ideas of like oh yeah I want to do I want you to be like this it's like no what do you want what are your goals like whenever we first met up you get sent out the thing which was very professional and it's like what are the things that you want to hit and we talked about it and we didn't we're not harping on it all the time but at least I'm aware that you're um, keeping that in mind and every time that we train you you're always attentive to what's going on you're not you're not just in it for yourself that's the big thing of why i like training with you and why um i really appreciate it because it's like it's one thing like some people need people to just like push them just like um whip them in the shape i guess yeah, you'd say yeah. for yeah for better or worse words but like i'm not that type of person like i i can work hard like i enjoy working out but if it's gonna be miserable every time i do it i really yeah. don't want to and like as good as I might be feeling or that like if it's if I'm always having to fight not only the workout but if I'm having to fight the trainer it's like (laughs) this is this is becoming this is like kind of defeating the purpose and it's becoming depleting yeah thank you man I I mean I mean just based on what you said too I could tell you so many stories of seeing trainers you know getting fight with their clients which is just crazy to me right? right Um, or I mean, I had one client said to me, her trainer told her, like, she basically what you said, like, you okay, you telling me, like, this is the goals, and my job is to be like, okay, Asha, this is the program that we're gonna do, right? But I've I've had clients who tell the tra- a trainer something, and he's like, no, you this is where you need this is what you need to work on, <laughs> like, wait, what, <laughs> right? Like, like, no, you need to have bigger legs, or you need to big, have big, like, what, right, wait, right? It's I'm like, I'm telling you what right, I want, like, right. you, you're not. <laughs> Because so. I, I remember uh, to that point, I, I remember when um, I'm in North Georgia now before I was in East Georgia and I went and I signed up. I think I've had three trainers in my lifetime because by background, I played sports in high school. So I'd started working out and things like that sophomore year. Mm-hmm. 
But getting out of college, it was kind of like, okay, I I can't neglect this thing for too long. Or even being right. in college, it's like I stopped playing sports, stopped working out, and like my body decided, like felt it all of a sudden. Quite, to yeah. where I was having trouble walking, and I was like, something's not right if I'm having trouble walking at 21, 22. And like I went wow. and saw the the doctor on campus, and he was like, yeah, you just need to exercise. That's what your body <laughs> needs. Like. If your knees are bothering you or something, like just take a break from the machine you're using and then go at it again. And it was cool because he was like a sports doctor and he just happened to be someone with a background in sports that was like the primary care doctor there on the campus. And I was like, yeah, awesome. I went back to working out, felt fine. And then working a full time job out of college is like you got to put your life together. So that first trainer that I had, he was very good people out in Illinois, came back to East East Georgia, Augusta. And I joined the Gold's Gym because I was like I had I think it was maybe January 2018, like 2017 kind of got rough there with a bit of like depression or just bad thinking and things like that. And I was like, okay, the only way I'm going to reset is by training my body because usually I feel good from doing working out. Yeah, mentally strong, man. You'd be surprised. Yeah. But it's like I, I did that because... I know that's something that always helps me either working out or running. And it's like, it's hard doing it on your own. And I figured, hey, go ahead and get a trainer. That way you have someone to like meet you and work with you. So yeah, I, yeah. I Support did, is key. Yeah. And I, in doing that, I met someone that was kind of like in between. I think he had to step away because he had some health concerns to take care of. But Mm. um, the guy that I met was pretty cool. Darnell, we worked out for the better part of the year. And I think before I met him, the guy that had the health challenges, I think he'd made some suggestions about like, okay, like, I don't know if it's like a trainer thing or people that are in fitness or whatnot. Whenever they, they see you, they see that like you're either healthy or you've, you're taking care of yourself it's almost like they salivate and just like oh man like i could build you like this like man you look really good really right, small. Right. and i was kind of just like i appreciate it but that's not my goal oh, like i'm, goal, I'm not yeah. i'm not trying to be bulky i'm trying to be fit lean because it's like for that's just how i see myself like and what you want right and it's like yeah. i'm I could look like Superman, but I don't, I don't need that. (laughs) Like, right. Right. I'm not trying to be like humble brag or anything, but it's like for the people that look like Thor and like the super God, I'm like, cool, good on you. But like, if I want to do that, I'll I'll let you know. (laughs) I'll just be like, okay, (laughs) Hey, six months, let's switch it up. Let's hit up the creatines let's hit up the steroids let's hit up to this but i'm like no I'd, I'd rather not but obviously it's like you have your um things that you would take naturally um your uh bcas the, yeah the, the bcas i was looking for it over there but it's like you have that things that your body needs in order to rebuild what it's breaking down and it's like right. okay I, i'm open to learning that but it, it kind of becomes a little bit annoying if you go to the gym and um you're working with meatheads or people are just like oh we're gonna get in here we're just gonna move this weight i'm like no i'm not gonna do that because i'm gonna be walking at least five or six miles at work tomorrow and (laughs) i don't i'm not in high school anymore where like you can kind of waddle down the staircase because you had a hard workout and your legs don't work right it's like yeah they're gonna be looking at me kind of funny if it's like we need you to do this we don't need you over there waddling like (laughs) yeah man it's like you know you every everybody has their goals right and so i mean i've trained like I have a 12 year old that I train. Um, I, I've trained 80, 90 years old. Yeah. I've trained 20s. You know, so I have different scope. And one of the biggest things that I, I see with 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 um with young trainers and stuff um is not being able to adapt to each client, right? Yeah. 
you you might have a, a client who could take the the yelling to for, for them to go, and it right. might be a client who you just sit there and let them work on and shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. And then you might be, <laughs> you might you might have a client who like you know you got to be constantly behind them, be kind right. like let's go, let's go, you got it, got it, got. But you can't not train everybody the same. You cannot yeah. you cannot come in, and I, I, I that's the one thing some of my clients will hate when other trainers come in and they feel like they got to be behind them, like. Yeah. Just back away and shut up and just leave me alone. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Right. I, I know what I'm doing. Like, you know, yeah. j- you know and so you, you got to be able to adapt, you, you know, I, and that for me, I think that's one of the unique things about me with training mm-hmm. is that I figure out a pickup of people's energy. I know mm-hmm. who can I, who I can push. Yeah. I know who I need to shut the hell up and just let them work out. And I know who I need to like, all right, let's go. You got to go. Yeah. Um, so you gotta you gotta find that balance to be successful as a as a, as a trainer um, yeah. because I'm training people online not in person and right. they still have a great workout as if we were right there right I'm, right I'm gonna have you sweat I'm gonna have yeah. you feeling sore um, and yeah you could attest to this like yeah you know, I sweat yesterday gonna, <laughs> yeah it, I sweat it's hard not, yesterday <laughs> it's not gonna be it's not gonna be no light workout like because you know I, so many so many people have called and I said I'm doing virtual and like nah I, I need to be in person. And it's right. just not the same. And I'm like, just try it. Let's let's right. try one session. If you don't like it, if you don't feel like, yeah, I, I want to be in, in person. I'm like, okay, this is my price to be in person. Well, no, I don't want to pay that much. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. you know, you just so you can take people, the red pill or the blue pill, which you want. <laughs> which one you want? Um, so you just gotta let people kind of decide. But once 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 my once they get into my program, you know, 99% of my clients are happy. Um mm-hmm. Unless they're moving away or, you know, yeah. or, or lose their job and stuff. I, I really don't have clients. I was, I was just the other day. I don't even have any contracts. I'm training right now. Mm-hmm. None of my clients are on contract. I have over 50, I think 51 members nice. between personal and group. Yeah. Not one of them is on contract where at the end of the month coming up and I'm like, hey, um, your, your credit card didn't go through. None of that. Yeah. All my all my clients automatically send me their payment for for the next month. Yeah. Which 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 is just a, a true blessing that I'm doing something right and they want to continue to work with me. Right. You know. I know, I know trainers, they, they, you know, they send out re- invoices or they call and be like, Hey, right. um, do you want to continue? Mm-hmm. If, if, you know, if, if he didn't send me any money, then obviously I, I figured like, Hey, you didn't want to come back. You're not, you're not going to continue. So, right. you know, we won't train, but um, I've been really blessed where my clients all like, I'm, I'll see you in the Monday. Yeah. You know, every one of my clients, Monday saw the first one. None of them was like, well, you know, Monday, I'm not, uh, this would be my last month. Not mm-hmm. one, knock on wood. None of my clients were like, you know, Jason, this is my last one and I'm training you again. So right. <laughs> uh, I've been, I've been really lucky during the pandemic. Like I said, been blessed to being able to spend time as much time as I, I am with my family, yeah. taking my girls to school. And not have to worry about all right, we gotta make this amount of money so that mm-hmm. we can um <clears throat> so that we could uh you know pay the bills. Right. Look at this. We're just talking about it. The, the mother of my 12-year-old client sending me a bunch of pitches and stuff. <laughs> 
right now as we speak and we just talk about him. Nice. <laughs> you know, and, and the same thing, we, we started out with him doing two days a week. Mm-hmm. And after the first month, his mom texted me and said, hey, Aiden said he wants to do three days a week with you. Right. And it, again, it wasn't me be like the greedy trainer. I'd be like, hey, I need more money. So I'm going to tell you right. you need to train with him. He's like, no. one more day. Come on. Why? Okay, five Why? more days. Come on. <laughs> Why? It was the little boy like, I feel good, mommy. I, I want to do one. I don't want to do. Again, so that speaks volume to the type of, of um, um, work that I'm doing with my clients. Like they all want to continue working. Right. Is yeah. that is that something um, you've always had success with as a trainer or did you have to learn that over time? Like, did you start like the other ones, like the young trainer where you were just like gung ho and then you had to like pull back at some point? No, it, it came natural. But of, of course, you know, over the years, you know, you kind of uh, just mold into it because uh, when I first started training, um, yeah, I would have clients that would just come in and come out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's because you didn't really have much of um, one of the things a lot of clients say to me, is they like my structure. I have good structure. Right. And so obviously when I first started, my structure wasn't as 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 it is right now. Right. And so I wasn't able to keep in contact with, with clients. So clients will fall through the crack, meaning like they haven't heard from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not sending out emails to say, hey, good job. You know, great job today. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so early on, I wasn't doing that. But then as I got older, I realized that you got to stay in, stay in front of your clients. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If if a client, if if if, a, if I don't see a client by Wednesday, uh, I'm reaching out to them and saying, hey, what's up? And they'd be like, oh, man, Jason, thank you so much for doing that. You know what? Um, my husband been sick. And, you know, just been a lot of me lately, but I'll be in on Friday or mm-hmm. I'll be in tomorrow. Right. And then they're, they're like, oh, man, you know what? Maybe take the week off. They're like, no, I really appreciate you reaching out to me. I'm going to come in the gym tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. You right. know what I mean? Like where you reach out to people by Wednesday, I don't see you. I'm reaching out. Like right. what's going on? Is everything OK? And that mm-hmm. makes a big difference where that client is like, oh, my goodness, he really care. Right. You you pay your, your monthly bill, they're not calling you and be like, hey, right. You, know I mean? <laughs> you want like, your lights on? <laughs> right. As long as as long as next month your your, your card goes through, they're good. They're not right. gonna ever what now if it doesn't go through now, they're calling you, hey, yeah, Mrs. Jones, um, you know, you sign up for six months with us, you, your card was declined. Is there another card we could use? Right. <laughs> so um, those are things, and then like I said, being able to um uh understand each one of your clients right, right? understand who you're dealing with mm-hmm. who you could get close to who you could 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 really push and who you just need to shut the hell up and let work out right so right. that that comes with experience now the one thing I could tell you about being a successful trainer mm-hmm. is the one thing that it, they don't teach you when you learn it to be certified mm-hmm. what's that and that sales mm. you could have 25 certificates you right. could be the best kettlebell you could be the best nutritionists, if you can't close a client and convince them that they're going to pay you X amount of dollars and then you're going to deliver, right. you just sitting there with nobody in the door. You could have the best facility. Yeah. You could have the, the best body. Mm-hmm. If you can't convince a client that, hey, I heard your pain. Yeah. These are the steps that we're going to take and I'll guarantee you're going to see results. Mm-hmm. Sign right here. Right. Right. Sales is one of the biggest thing. I know some clients have, I mean, other trainers have 25 certification, aqua yeah. aerobics, kettlebell certified level 10 yeah you know what i mean like <laughs> but, but if if you don't if you do not if you cannot do sales if you cannot convince that client when they sit down in front of you listen to them first of all right and not tell them what you want mm-hmm. but but 
but telling them what you could, this is what, this is the plans or the steps that we're going to take to help you to get where you want to be based on what you say. Right. Um, and here's my price. Mm. And they be like, take out a credit card and be like, all right, I want to do it. Right. That's, that's, so, a, that's a great point. Yeah. So you, you, once you get what you, cause most, most trainers, I think, well, for me, I'll tell you how I got into working for myself was mm-hmm. I won't, I won't say the name, but I went on four interviews with one gym and, you know, after the fourth, by the fourth interview, they told me how much I was going to make. Mm-hmm. I looked at the guy. I was like, are you serious? I was like, I'm good. Right. And I walked out of there and started, <laughs> I started figuring out how, how I could be a trainer on my right. own and not work in a gym. Mm-hmm. Right. And so figuring out okay now i had a nine to five so i was like you know what i started giving away free sessions mm, okay. i went i went i went into a park and just give away a bunch of hey you want to train i'm training over here for free yeah and i started in the summer okay. and every saturday every saturday i did a class in the morning for free just grab people hey train with me get yeah. to know the name and then hey i'm gonna see you guys next saturday i'll be right here next saturday we started growing we started nice. growing started growing we went from the summer for free every saturday yeah. until th- this was in new york until about like november and now it's start getting cold right december and i'm like hey i want to continue with you guys as long as you want to but we need to find a facility that could go inside mm. and i said if i could get 21 people yeah to pay me 125 dollars i could find a space and we right. could continue doing this mm-hmm. dude I got my 21 people. They pay me 125. I found a space. And this was like in the November. I got the space. Yeah. And by March of the following year, I left my nine to five and was training full time. Haven't wow. looked back since. What year was that? 2009. Man. So by so by so by 2010, yeah. I had I had opened my facility, running full time. Because just and then you know, when I was doing it. I was only training. I would train before I go to go to work in the morning, mm-hmm. and then train when I get back in the evening. So I was doing one class in the morning, one class in the night. Right. And people started coming in. People were starting to coming in, and was like, "Hey, I want to train in the morning. Do you have any time?" I was like, "Man, I'm mm-hmm. at work. I can't do that." Right. But but I had gotten so many requests, mm-hmm. and before you know it, I was I was making more money. Than I was bringing in from my nine to five. Right. So so I just put in my two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked back since. And, uh, you know, so, and again, it was me first, what I did, giving away free service because I know what my stuff would work. Yeah. Give, giving away for free to 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 get people to buy in. And they right. only come in once, once a week and was happy seeing results, feeling better. Yeah. So once I got those 21 people, that 21 people grow to, you know, we started growing. And then I was up to like 45, 48, 50, 60 clients by myself mm, right. doing a lot of groups some personal, but that's how it started for me. That's awesome. I guess the reason I, I'm just over here smiling is because um, not too long ago, I talked with um, a friend of mine. Now I consider him a friend. We met through this extreme execution training where it's like for behavioral science, learning mm-hmm. how the different types of people and how you talk to people by first learning how um, who you are yourself, like what you prefer, what are things you're good at, not so good at. And yeah. Um, Avery, he worked in sales essentially, and he started a company, or I think he's had a company where they do sales training and his target audience is like college students that are about to graduate, whether they have Mm -hmm. a business degree, they're going to go into marketing and, or even training. Like to your point, it's like sales isn't something you're taught in school. You're not taught how to sell in business school. You're not taught, you're not taught about money. Like there's certain things that you need in life that you're just not taught, but you can learn them. You just, it's just not part of the curriculum and just hearing that that's something that he's doing and also hearing your story about 
how you started your business essentially from just giving away the training. It's like, that's the same exact principle that I'm learning through the, um, the morning meetup group I'm in, which um, I found about that through Alexis because she has her business. And I was like, you know, it'd be great. Like I work um, semi nine to five or longer. And it's like, yeah. If you're just doing that and you're not really passionate about it, it, it helps to have a hobby. Even if you're passionate about your passionate. job, it, it still helps to have a hobby where it's like you build something for yourself. Yeah, you can be proud of that at the end of the night versus you're just um, you're just upset or you're just drained from always doing for other people and you never put never satisfied, back never happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's I like, mean, it, yeah. Go ahead. Even, even when um, you know, when I had my nine to five, I w- I hated my nine to five, and I'll tell my wife, man, I, I hate going to work. I hate She's like, if you so, if he hate, if he hate it so much, do something about it. Right. And she said that to me, and I was like, what? I'm gonna show you. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna do something about it. I got, right. I got my, cert- I passed my certification, man, and then I, I just never looked back. I, that was, a, that was it for me, man. And then twenty, so. 2010, it's, it, you know, once I, I handed in my two weeks, man, I haven't worked for everyone since. And, right. and the rate I'm at, man, I would never work for anyone again. Right. Um, you know, because, you know, it just, I've, I've learned so much. Right? right. And, and, you know, so like, you know, even like now, I mean, there's so many gurus, they claim they're gurus that yeah. you, you see, I don't know about you, but for me, like LinkedIn hit me up in my inbox because I see I'm a trainer mm-hmm. and they promise all this stuff. And I'm just like, that's just yeah. fluff. I mean, I'm not a young buck. You know right. what I mean? Maybe, maybe <laughs> like you I've been me here ten, for a minute. Yeah. You call me 10 years ago. Even when I lay out what I'm doing and my plan and what I'm bringing in, mm-hmm. they're just like, wow. Okay. You know, well, some, some would be like, well, I could still do better. Or some would be like, listen, bro, w- what you're doing is great. You don't need yeah. any help. Continue to do what you're doing. And I say, you know what? I really appreciate you saying that. Right. He's like, yeah, because, you know, I'm not going to try to convince you you're already doing a really good job. Right. He's not um, going to try and sell you on what you're already doing. Right. Right. But He's some like, people will be like, turn off sales mode for a minute. Some people are like, oh yeah, I could still do bring you 25. And I was like, and, and the thing that got me is like everybody, yeah, they could bring you a hundred leads. Yeah. But how many of those are you going to convert into actually paying clients? Right. That's the key. Can you convert, can you convert paying clients to me? Because right. you, you can give me a lead all at once, yeah. you know, because now you got to weed out the one that's actually going to show up. Right? right. And then the one that could actually afford you. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the one that's going to come in and you have overcome all these objections. Well, I got to talk to my husband. I got to mm. talk to my wife. Right. Mm. And you got to overcome <laughs> all those objections before they sign on the dotted line. You know what right. I mean? And they, you want to. So now I learned how to pre-sale mm-hmm. clients. You know what I mean? You ask them questions that's going to know that if they can afford your price or not. Right. So that you don't waste time bringing them in. Right. You know what right. I mean? So there's, there's so many things you. I've learned over the years to realize like, okay, um, instead of, uh, so even with sales, right? So when I mm-hmm. came to New York in 20 and, uh, 2016 and I mm-hmm. opened my gym in 2017, I thought I was good at sales, mm-hmm. man. It was a wake up call because, <laughs> because I had built up such a reputation in New York. Most of my clients that was coming in, was just coming in because of referrals, word of mouth. Right. You know what I mean? I was in a new city. Nobody knew who the hell I was. Yeah. And I had to interview and sit down in front of all these people and try to convince them. Like, again, like I said, yeah, 
I had a nice, pretty gym, big gym and everything. But if you don't have someone that could close, guess what? Next thing is going to be closed is your doors. <laughs> you know, you, you, you're not, you don't, there's nobody there. So I had to learn a different type of, of, of sales in a city, in a market that's so competitive. LA, this is it, where my gym was. There was at least 21 other train or facility around me, right? Okay. Oh, so wow. in a one mile radius, you have at least 25 of us competing. And so right. you got to be different from everyone else because they people there were people that would jump in my gym for you yeah. know, and this was when Groupon was hot, you know what I mean? Mm. Groupon was hot where they were just like, you know, you you would offer a deal where because you know they had all these people who'd be on Groupon, you would offer like a six-week program for like, I don't know, 97 bucks or something. Um, so you would bring people in. They'll do that month, but then after they on to the next Groupon. They're not right. staying. It, <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter if you got them to see results or you got them in the best shape of their life. They were like, "Where's the next deal?" Because I'm not paying right. that. I'm not paying that price that that you want for me to stay right. here. I'm gonna go and find me another 25 boot camp or whatever. And then you right. have like one or two with trucker be like, "No, I'm good. I love it here. I'm gonna stay." Right. You right. know. But but it was it was it was even harder because I was in a new market. It was kind of like me starting over again. Um, and then, so the next thing I started doing was give one away three free sessions. Um, Mm. again, the free, just bring people in. So the more people you could bring in, show them what you're doing, show them the energy of the class, then they're more likely, all right, I want to stick around and stay here. Right. But then I guess after a while, as time goes on, it's like, you kind of, you have to really weed out and stick to your core clients because it's Uh, like, after a while, like you were saying, it kind of gets taxing to deal with like the volume of people, especially if it's like, you can't either put them in the classes or one-on-one for what works to your schedule and your needs. Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, the the one thing about the group is that it's a group anyway, so you could always add another person in there. It's not like you're Mm. doing extra. Right, you know what right. I mean? My my facility was pretty big that we could hold as many as 25 to 30 people in there. Gotcha. Um, each one of my workout station could had like five. So we had like five plyo boxes. We had five uh, TRX. So we had five mm. BOSU balls. So, right. you know, if you let's say you, you build a station of five exercises, that's 25 people at each station. Mm-hmm. And you would you would just rotate them in your circuit. So right. um, the group, the group was fine. But still, it was because of how competitive LA is and so many gyms. Mm-hmm. You had to be unique to get right. people in your doors and and want to stay. Gotcha. Um, and so community and culture was big for me. If you build, mm-hmm. once you, you know, you build, I would I would tell my clients, hey, do you know the person next to you? Mm-hmm. They're like, nope. You guys have been working out for the last six weeks. You tell me you don't know that person's name? They're like, <laughs> nope. I was like, all right, everybody in the class, introduce yourself. And then I would pair them up together. Mm-hmm. And then after the end of the class, I'll be like, what's her name? And she doesn't know. Everybody do burpees. Mm-hmm. I was like, What's her name? And you see other people like, "What's hey? Tell me your name. Tell me your name." Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But but what what that did, right? The next time they come into class, they're like, "Hey, John. Hey, yeah. Maria. Hey, Michelle." Now everybody know each other, right. right? Because in LA, people are just like they go into a class, they stand and fold their arm and wait until the instructor comes. They didn't say a word to anyone, right? Right. So I started to build a culture where my clients know each other. So even right. if I'm not telling you to exchange numbers and meet outside the gym, mm-hmm. but once you come in, you're gonna know who Asher is. Right. And you're not gonna you're not gonna come in and be like, hey coach, good afternoon. I'm like, there's like three other people in here. Right. You can say good <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> you can say good afternoon to them. You know what I mean? So it, we we started building a a culture that it was everybody know who each other. And mm-hmm. and so even when I look at my timeline, I'll look at my feed. 
I see clients who are not with me anymore, mm-hmm. liking other people who, who were in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's beautiful. Right. You know what I mean? E- even my clients in my, my past clients in New York, they're still friends to this day. Nice. They still connect with social media and so on uh, each platforms. I see them liking each other stuff. Um, so for me, building a culture and a community was strong. Right. Um, and, and it helps. It really helps with people sticking around because now. If you come into a class and it's your first day and mm-hmm. somebody walk up to you and be like, hey, I'm Asher. How are you doing? You're like, wow, how long you been here? Oh, mm-hmm. I've been coming here for six weeks. Mm-hmm. How you like it? Man, I love it. I come to the six o'clock every time. You yeah. know what I mean? Now you have now they're like, oh, OK. Yeah, man. Gee, it, it breaks down that whole barrier of like yeah. that. You yeah. know what I mean? How you feel. So I encourage my clients to always do that. And it just helped me to retain a lot of clients. So mm-hmm. now when you have a group that stick together, like my yeah. 6 a.m. my 6 a.m. crew, you would think they're family. Right. Because <laughs> they only come to 6 a.m. They mm-hmm. show up on time. Now they see, oh my goodness, girl, you look so good. Hey, mm-hmm. yo, Joey, man, you look good. You sure you sure looks, you know what I mean? So now yeah. they because they see them, they see them over and over. So now they start comment commenting. And I don't, it doesn't need me to do it. Right. Other people in the class are doing it. Right. They on their Facebook page, like, oh my goodness, class is good today. I saw Joey back for the first time. He hasn't been with us the last couple of days because of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's so good to, you know what I mean? So again, building a community, building right. a culture. It, it, it speaks volume, man. But I'm going to miss that because again, like I said, I won't <laughs> go back to the gym. Right, right. But I, I mean, I'm, to- I'm sure like, do you do any anything like that virtually now since you still have like the group setting? Yeah, the group setting, it, it's a little bit different. Gotcha. Um, we kind of we kind of chit chat in the, in, the, in, in the morning. Like I'll give people a shout out. I'll be like, oh my God, I got two New Yorkers in the house. Right. Um, you know what I mean? Like, go give shout out like that. Gotcha. And then even Friday when we get on getting off the class, one of the girls was like, hey, Mel, I want to be like you when I grew up mm. because, you know, she was working at hard and she never stopped. You know right. what I mean? Um, so people see each other, want to see other people on the Zoom working out and they, they comment and, and, and stuff. So, again, gotcha. trying to take that now, that same mentality mm-hmm. into the Zoom workout. Right. You know what I mean? Um and and I call people name out during the class. Gotcha. Right. Like, good job, Asher. Yeah. Good job, Mel. Where it works. So and now people are hearing, you know, one, they hear their own name. Right. So they know, like, like you, like you said, watching I'm me. watching. Right. I'm watching you. You know, I'm going to say, hey, Asher, lower your butt. Hey, Asher, mm-hmm. stand up. Look at me. Look at me for a second. Do it this way. Mm-hmm. Hey, Johnny, I want you to do it this way because you're not doing it correctly. Right. You know what I mean? So, so my classes are still, it's just like if you're doing it in person. Right. Because I'm correcting you. I'm not just like, just letting you just go through the motion. Mm. You're going to, you're going to get the best um, out of the workout. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. I guess yeah. I'm curious, how did you, how did you decide how, or why did you decide to focus on culture and um, in order for you to be, to use that as the thing to make you stand out in LA? Well, like I said, when, when people come in and we sit down in, con- in consultation, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the things they said was how they didn't feel good when they walk into that last class that they tried. Uh, nobody talked to them. Right. The instructor didn't even like had a conversation with them. Okay, you know what I mean. They finished and they just walked out. Nobody stopped me and like, hey, how did you like the class? Right. Like your your first session after class. Hey, hey, you have a few minutes. Let's let's sit down and talk. What did you like? What did you what you didn't like? Mm, okay. Oh my goodness, the class was great. You know, like it. Okay. Um. You know, well, you have two more free sessions. You know, I'll see when, let me know when you want to come back. Mm, and then okay. by the second class, I'm trying to pull them in and trying to talk to them. So I, I just right. gathered information based on when I talked to other people to, gotcha. to listen to, to listen to the experience that they had at the last place right. or the last facility that they tried. Or they like, 
all the girls at that last class was like into wincy teeny they were too tiny for me like i need to be around people that's my size right <laughs> you know i'm I'm not a skinny person mm-hmm. you know all the girls in there had on sports bra you know i'm not yeah. working out of my sports bra. i want to work out my shirt because i don't feel comfortable like that mm-hmm. you know so so being able to to and then i'll tell them like hey okay well this class has people in it that's more like you mm-hmm. and so if you can this is a class that i would recommend you come into gotcha. and they show okay. up to that class they're like right. oh my God. yeah man she's fat is she oh you know what i mean mm-hmm. um she's a heavy person uh she's looks she looks just like me i wanted uh, this is you know what i mean so it, it makes them feel comfortable gotcha. um okay. so to speak um so yeah but that's how the community and culture um i decided to mold it um right. to, to to help to build and, and make people feel more secure once they right. come into the class that, that's awesome i guess the it makes sense how you say it because it's like not only did you one um like you went and you pursued your license in order to get certified and then that i'm not sure also where did you get the idea to just give away training well um listening to other people listen to other um, um guys and who's done it before how mm-hmm. they do it okay. but they said again i think for me it was easy for me to give away free training because i had a nine to five gotcha. you know what okay. i mean right um I, I think it's a little harder if you don't have any income coming in to just give away free service that way so right for, for for my approach it was it was a little bit different because i had income coming in right um but you know again it, even it, i've it, it maybe it might not be free maybe mm-hmm. it's a it's a lower price you right. know it, maybe it could be like 21 days for 21 dollars mm-hmm. you know give it a no-brainer so that people you could get people to try your stuff right and see if it works or see if it's something that they want to do gotcha but that's that's great because like I like what you're saying because it keeps coming up over and over and I guess I keep trying to find a way to maybe tie it to your background and your culture because I'm sure like as we're talking it's like I I hear the accent from you yeah. so where I'm like okay like you're like uh, Caribbean um right yeah, mid, yeah. um mid America what do they call that Central America or well I'm it's more I'm um I'm, I'm I am from the Caribbean so mm-hmm. um it wouldn't be Native American um I don't, I don't, I don't I don't even know what they, they call it. You, I just, you know, I guess, I I'm just, not, I was guessing Central America because it's be, between North and South, so it's like you're, yeah, we, in there in the center. Yeah. But I guess I'm sure it has a different name. Yeah, it has it. I can't even think of the the name that 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 we, Caribbean people would fall into. Gotcha. But Central America would be more down like Curacao, Guyana, below Mexico. Yeah, below gotcha. Honduras, okay. like staying in Guatemala, not, not yeah. in the islands. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But I guess oh. I was just trying to say the I think what you've been saying points back to kind of the reason why it's like it's been great to have you as a trainer and why it's like I like the sessions because it's like it all points to one thing that you listen and like you have to that plays such a big role because a lot of times people will ask questions and like in asking the questions, even like as I'm talking with you, we just start talking and like as you're talking, I'm focusing on listening, not to just get the next question out, but to actually say like, okay, like what is it that you're saying? And then how can I relate it to what I'm thinking? So sometimes mm-hmm. it's like I have to turn off my brain from thinking and just be like, huh. And then it's like, oh, how'd you do that? And then how'd you do that? Yeah. And it's like, okay. And it's like, you're kind of on the jungle gym, kind of swinging from one thing to the other. To the next, and yeah. It just keeps the conversation flowing and things like that. And um, I guess 
the more and more you talk, I'm just like, you're natural at this. But I think that like you're saying, the hang up is trying to figure out where to go. And if any suggestion I would make would probably be look to partner with someone or if you want to do this once a week, we can do that. And because I, I enjoy talking with you and it's like, just from getting comfortable like on this talking in a way to where you don't have to structure it just yet it will Mm -hmm. help you kind of build out the structure that you've done to where it's like hey we get on and we talk about training and then if one of your daughters walks in and she wants to tell you something instead of like just like hey i'll be back just maybe let her in for like five minutes and then you can talk a conversation yeah Yeah. and then from there it's like you can kind of take it and do with it what you will because i I feel like just from from the exposure that you've had from working the nine to five to creating your own um, training service, having your own gym, transitioning through COVID and actually pulling the positives from that where it's like something that was a pain point before where it's like you had too many clients to where you couldn't get to them all. It's like now you have a, a way of working with them, Reaching them. Yeah. in a better way. And it's like the issue that you had with not having enough time with your family. Now you're able to meet that. So it's like, I think in doing the podcasting thing it would it has to work for you it can't become work it can't become like another thing that you just add on and i think maybe that's what you've been kind of dealing with a little bit to where it's like as we're talking right here i was like huh like if it's saturdays at 5 30 once a month or like once every other week or something it's like hey let's just start there like yeah i'll I'll upload this to youtube and like usually after i finish recording i just take the file and i drop it into youtube because like i can leave it unlisted to where it doesn't post publicly and then you can kind of watch it back and as i'm working with um my my friend donald the voice i can send you his information on on instagram but he does voiceovers and uh um, podcast edits but like um like we're gonna figure out how the video portion goes but like just being able to work with him over the last year it's been very encouraging just to like take small steps one by one because i know yeah, yeah. the first time i reached out to him i'd i'd tried to edit like the first five episodes on my own and like the first three i the first three were i really tried to edit and i was like oh my god it's like it's a struggle to listen it was a struggle to listen to my voice so past tense like now i can uh, kind of get over it yeah I, that's like, that's that's what I, I i i can't i hate my voice right but I it, hate it. it's it's one of those things where it's like you'll get comfortable with it over time because it's like mm-hmm. i'm sure when you're training you're not thinking about it because it's not recorded and then you got to press play and hear it again. But right. I think when you when you um, get a grasp of what it is that you're doing, like why you're doing it, and um, what the intent or the outcome that you want afterwards, like I think that's you, what I need to figure yeah, out. Right. So it's like once we figure that out, like the voice or the equipment or whatever, like you don't really need equipment. You just start with your phone because the yeah. audio comes out through pretty well for that. But it's like once you figure out the intent or just start to circle around it a little bit like a shark with blood in the water it's like you'll, you'll just be like okay like i can get over my voice because for me one thing that i did it's like i started using zoom because i saw other people use zoom during webinars and i was like from going to toastmasters and learning how to speak publicly back yeah. in 2014 just coming yeah. out of college 
I was like, okay, um, one of one of the people that I met there, Catherine O'Brien, I did episode 34 with her. And she taught me about like, hey, one thing that's very helpful is to record yourself because the camera doesn't lie. Or like in sports, they say the eye in the sky doesn't lie. No matter like yeah. what the play is, you run the tape back. It's like, this is what happened. So then it's like, it's terrifying at first because you kind of see your mannerisms and things like that. But as you allow yourself like the patience and the grace to kind of just be like, hey, I'm a work in process yeah it lets you kind of you forgive yourself and you allow yourself to work so i started recording myself doing the audio the uh, podcast like this and it's like if the guests didn't want to be recorded that's fine i just knew that i had to record myself because i had to look in the camera or just kind of just get used to seeing it later and it's right. like now i'm not doing the edits but like to pick out the clips that i'll maybe use on igtv i still need to watch it and even if i can't watch it i'll listen to it and like I'll have the computer in another room or I may have it on my phone and I'm just listening for a certain thing and then once it gets there I'm like okay this this is a good timestamp I'll go back I'll like check the video and then I'll clip it so it's, it's mm. not I guess it's not one of those things that you completely get over, but like you can kind of trick yourself. And then the other thing that I did was that I started reading um, Dennis Kimbrough's book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. Okay. And yeah. what the book did for me was to give me daily motivation to be like, okay, here's a short one page story. It's maybe like that big. But in reading it, I was like, you know, I'll read it and I'll record it every single day because it's literally for every day of the week or every day of the year, it has, he wrote Something. it, a story. So in reading it and recording it, I was like, okay, it benefits me personally because I'm reading it and I'm getting something from it. Now, if I record it and I save it and upload it, it can help build my podcast up. But then it also helps me because if I want to hear it again, I just hit play. Something. And now yeah. that I did the work to get, get it on Anchor, get it on Spotify, since I already have a Spotify account, I just go on there it's greedy, but it's something that matters to me. I go on there and I listen to that. And the better that I got at practicing, some days I'll be like, or a couple of times, I think I try to just read it one time. And I was like, that's not good. Like That's that's like, if you're going to do something, do, do it, it well. Yeah, like Don't yeah. try and perfect it, but do it well. So now it's like, I'll, I'll read over it to get a general sense of like what the words are or what someone's name is. Like, yeah. I'm sure I butchered the name of the person for today, but I was like, it's okay. Right. So then I just read over it. And then I read through it. And then in right. reading through it, like now I'm trying not to think as I'm reading it, but I'm, I'm reading it as I would normally read it. And then in order to put some emotion in it, I'm just reading it as I would read it. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Let me read that mm -hmm. again. And I just, right. I just doing that. And literally from 2019 to 2020, before I stopped and took a break this year, I I looked back and I was like, I wonder what I did. And it's like, I maybe recorded the first 30 sessions or so within the last part of 2019. So it's like, once I got clear in my head, what the intention was, mm -hmm. I just went to work. And then nice. from reading that last part of the year, that was 30% of the year. So it's like, it wasn't a waste. It's just, I did a lot of work. I got burnt out and yeah. I needed a break. Right. And then yeah. I felt a little bit discouraged to get back. But once I got over that, started listening to other people, started working out with you, started building my confidence. It's like, okay, I can pick up one thing and do that. And I was like, okay, I'll pick up the podcast again and do it because I know I enjoy it. I yeah. know I don't like to edit and I don't need to edit because I have people that are willing and able to help me. And then they're not only that, but they're still available to help me at this time. So I was like, awesome. Like we 
can work together. Let's go. So then we started the month of January, the month of February. And now here we are starting the month of March. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to think about it. Um, this was good. Um, yeah. This is good. So I appreciate you know, it. Man, we, yeah, uh, I appreciate you you encouraging me to do this. Um, no so problem. I look forward look forward to the next one. And like I said, I fi- I just got to figure out like you know which way I want to do it. I'm going to look over that cheat sheet yeah. that you sent me, and then, and then just decide from there. Yeah, don't 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 let anybody don't let me bully you into something you don't need to do. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. No, like I said, this was good. Again, you know, it, it you know, my, my, my voice could help a lot of people. Oh, yeah. um, um, I think, you know, for what I've done and, you know, where I came from and stuff, it, it could encourage a lot of people to know that they yeah. have hope. So I definitely so. want to get into that the next time we chat, but before you go, can you let people know where they can find you and um, who you say you are? Um, sure. Um, so I'm coach Jason Brazier. Um, I'm a certified personal trainer, um, expert in fat loss, um, and, uh, body transformation. Uh, you can find, find me at, uh, at Instagram at creation performance or, um, at the Jason Brazier. Um, that's J A S O N B R A C I E R. Um, my website is, uh, www.creationperformance.com. Um, and yeah, and if you guys need to send me a text, 323-736-0833. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Awesome. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, no problem, man. Asher, thank you. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Take care All and right. say hi to the All family. Right. I will, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.